Welcome everyone to episode three of this brand new podcast. Uh, we hope you enjoyed the first two episodes. This is high scores and high spots. I had to think for a second. Uh, where we we talk about video games and professional wrestling. We have a great show uh, this week or th- today. Good God. <laughs> we have today. Do we, do we need to start over? I'm good. <laughs> I am Ryan. With me is my brother, my co-host, Nathan. Yeah, we got some predictions today. We got some game reviews today. We also got uh, a pay-per-view we didn't know was going to happen, Ryan, with this forbidden door. We didn't think it was possible, but now it is. Yay. Um, Now they need a a forbidden door pay-per-view where they have AAA in there really be a forbidden door. Because apparently... Triple A and New Japan do not get along. We'll get into that. Yes. So we are going to be doing predictions. We will explain how we do predictions uh, for this pay-per-view later on in the show. We're also going to be discussing Dynamite, Impact, and NXT UK. All that coming up. Let's jump into it. Uh, Not a lot of news. Not a lot of news um, this week. In regards to professional wrestling, other than the same stuff that's been going on for a while. Um, yeah, so I guess we can just jump into Dynamite because I don't, there's not much else going on uh, in the world. Well, other than Booker T, people getting mad at Booker T. <laughs> uh, yeah, we don't need to get into that. But uh, we can just uh, jump into Dynamite. If you want, let's jump into um, let's jump into uh, uh, some news here, Ryan. Before we go to Dynamite, let's talk about all these injuries. AEW's got well, WWE. We knew they had a bunch of injuries, but uh, AEW's bunch of injuries and uh, also have affected the the Forbidden Door pay per view quite a bit. Well, New Japan's got a couple injuries too. Um, yeah, there are injuries. Um, all throughout professional wrestling right now. Um, both Kyle O'Reilly and Bobby Fish are reportedly uh, suffering from some injuries right now, which is great. Um, we yeah. always, we, we always yeah. know in WWE, Cody Rhodes is injured. Uh, Rhea Ripley is injured. Um, we'll find out on Dynamite, but uh, Daniel, Brian Danielson is injured. Um, yeah, also... Um... Uh, some more New Japan guys are hurt, uh, besides the obvious Kenny Omega, but also, uh, also, uh, I think, I believe, uh, new text message uh, from Melody. I believe, uh, uh, Luchasaurus might also be in, uh, on the injured list, which could affect this, uh, storyline they got going on. Um, yeah, um, Tomohiro Ishii is also injured. He was supposed to be in the All-Atlantic qual- uh, Championship match at Forbidden Door, but now he is out, so he has been replaced in that match. Um, just, just, I don't know what's going on in wrestling, but, man, there are so many injuries right now. Yeah, it's pretty bad. Uh, yeah, so with this uh, AAA and New Japan deal, Ryan, uh, apparently uh, a lot of the AAA guys were not able to wrestle on this card due to uh, NWA and AAA not getting along. 
Um, yeah, and, it, uh, it, um, it kind of, uh, it kind of like, um, ripped us off of a fantastic match we could have had. Um, because apparently Andrade was supposed to wrestle that, uh, Will Ospreay, um, for yeah. the North American title or the United States title, but according to him, he was not allowed to be on the show. So, yeah, that, uh, also, uh, also, here's a good good question, though. So they said no AAA guys. I know technically FTR is not AAA, but they are the AAA Tag Team Champions. Well, they were just but loaned they out. are going to be on this card. I guess they were just loaned out to them, though. So, I mean. So, I guess it's okay that they've got the AAA Tag Team titles and they're going to be on this card? Uh, yeah. Um, but. The Very ROH titles are on the line, not the Triple A titles. So, will they even have the Triple A titles when they come out? Oh, I doubt it. I don't. I, I don't think they will. But the fact that they are the Triple A champions, it's pretty interesting. Maybe um, it'll. Maybe that can bridge the gap. Maybe they can. Maybe maybe FTR could be the ones that smooth this all over. Um, I doubt it. Um, also, <laughs> Penta and um, Penta and Phoenix were not allowed to be on the show either. Um, yeah. So yeah, it, it kind of sucks because we missed out on some pretty, pretty big matches that could have happened, or at least some more people being on the show. Um, I'm, gonna, I'm not gonna lie, some of these matches, I, I, I don't know, there was a lot of hype for this, but I don't know. I'm just not sure. Some of these matches are just thrown together, and it's just weird. Yeah. Uh, uh, let's get into we'll get it, to. Ryan. Let's start with Dynamite. So, uh, Dynamite. This was the go home show. Uh, this was the go-home show for this Forbidden Door pay-per-view. Um, like, I mean, they have Rampage as well, but this was the big show going into this pay-per-view. Um, it was all right. Started off with Brian Danielson making his way to the ring. Yeah, he made a – I mean, it's an announcement that we all thought we – we, we kind of figured it was coming. Uh, he's kind of hinted at – I mean, I'm, I don't know I'm, to me, it makes me a little nervous because he's definitely hinting at concussion stuff in this segment. Yeah, he was and, talking uh, about how he can still run, he can still do all this stuff, which made me think he is think he is fine. Because um, he said he could still read five hundred words and speak fine, and he can run and he can still work out, which made which made me think it's a it's a it's a it's a concussion or a brain situation. Um, and the doctors and, don't want to clear him. You could tell he. You could tell he was upset with not being able to. Yeah. Um, but he said that he will not be able to wrestle at Forbidden Door against Zack Sabre Jr., even though he wanted to kick his ass. Um, and he also will not be allowed in Blood and Guts. Blood and, wow. Blood and Guts. I don't know why I said it. Guts? He won't be allowed at Blood and Guts. Uh, but he did start say that he has an opponent in mind um, that will wrestle... Zack Sabre Jr. and be in Blood and Guts next week. And apparently this new person will also be the newest member of the Combat Club. But then he uh, did not say who. Yeah, so uh, speculation station here, Ryan. Who do you think it is? I don't know, because here's the thing. This, this, this annoyed me. Because you had this pay-per-view that a lot of people online are, I don't know, casuals aren't really that into this right and i know no AEW doesn't really care i apparently don't care about the casual audience 
But if this is going to be, as people are saying, Cesaro or Claudio Casanoe, if he is going to be the guy that shows up, why would you not announce that? Why would you not flash that everywhere and say Cesaro is going to be the, the opponent for Zack Sabre Jr.? Tune in this Sunday to see Cesaro. Uh, two reasons, I think. Uh, one, they're trying to like, you know, they, they, they like their surprises. And they think people will tune in for the surprise. I don't uh, think so, but two, okay. Two, I don't think it's going to be Claudio. Because if you're going to bring in Claudio, you ain't going to have him lose. And I think Zack Sabre Jr. is totally going to win this match. Because he's going to win this match to set up that Daniel Bryan match eventually. Bryan Danielson match. Because if if you lost, if, if Brian picked somebody and the guy just beat him, then there'd be no reason for the Brian Danielson match. So I don't think it's going to be Claudio, Ryan. I think it's going to be Chris Hero. That'd be interesting because Chris Hero hadn't been on, hasn't wrestled in a long time, I don't think. Yeah, and he can take a loss. He's not as big of a name as Claudio. So I think he could take that loss and uh, yeah, and and be in the blood and guts match. I don't know how permanent he's going to be in this Blackpool Combat Club, but temporarily I think he could step in and fill that role. Uh, other options were Johnny Gargano, but he is he has denied and denied and denied that he is going to be there. He says he's not going to be there. Um, and another pick was Jonathan Gresham. I don't see that because he's the Ring of Honor champion. Well, the Ring of Honor champion losing. And they also made it seem like it's a guy making his debut. And yeah. so I don't think it's going to be Gresham because Gresham's been on the show before. Yeah, and I don't think it'd be Samoa Joe either because for the same reason. He's got the yeah. TV title, plus he's kind of in a feud with Jay Lethal. So I, I, think, I think it's going to be not as big of a name, so I think it's going to be Chris Hero. Um, I do. I just. So, uh, I just don't agree with this doing it on. I can see doing surprises on TV shows, but doing surprises on pay per views annoys me. It annoys me. I I feel like it's a pay per view. You should tell the people what they're paying for. Um, because if people are going to tune in for this, expecting Cesaro, and it ends up being somebody else, they're going to be highly pissed off. So I think that's why you always tell people if it's going to be a mystery opponent, you tell them who it's going to be. Uh, I kind of like the surprises. I don't. Um, Zach, Zach Sabre Jr. walked out for two seconds, and that was it. So that was, that was cool. Yeah. Um, with it. Uh, then our first matchup was Orange Cassidy and Rapongi Vice versus Will Ospreay and Aussie Open. Um, five of the like six people match. in this match I was into. This was a good match. Um. Yeah. These guys, those Aussie Open guys are a lot better than I was expecting to be. Yeah, I've never seen them, but they are they were really good. I I really enjoyed Aussie Open. I I enjoyed Rapongi Vice, and I enjoyed Bill Ospreay. Um, yeah, it was it was a back and forth six man tag, uh, as good as a six man tag can get. Um, and then Orange Cassidy gets the tag at the end. It was a bu- bunch of shit happening at the end of this match. All six men flying around. Um. And then Orange Cassidy hit the orange punch on uh, Kyle Fletcher to get the win. Yeah. Um, Jeff Cobb and Great O'Connor come to the ring afterwards. 
Um, FTR then come out, and then they have a 10-man stare down uh, ahead of their big matches at Forbidden Door. Yeah, the IGP uh, tag team titles are also on the line here. So uh, if FTR wins this, Ryan, they'll have all three titles. Yes. Uh, do you see them winning this and then challenging the Young Bucks for that AEW championship? I don't know. Um, I, I, I kind of have a – I don't know. I don't know who what way they're going to go here. This is the one match, this triple threat, that I really don't know which way they're going to go. There's multiple options they could go with. Um, that would be interesting. ROH or ATR are kind of on this, you know, they're kind of on a gold expedition here. They've won the ROH titles and the AAA titles, so it makes sense for them to take the IWGP titles too. But are they going to be in Japan much? I don't know. Do they want to go to Japan? I'm sure they do. I don't know. <laughs> It'll be interesting to see. Uh, then we had a backstage promo with Jay Lethal, Sanjay Dutt, and Satnam Singh. Lethal basically says that uh, Samoa Joe uh, hasn't defended his title in almost 30 days, and if he doesn't defend it soon, he must vacate it. So he's also said he's going to challenge Wuru Yuta for the Pure Championship. So I don't know what's going on. Is he trying to take every ROH title? I guess so, because he also got in a scuffle with... Uh... Jonathan Gresham at the end of that ROH paper. And then we hear from Christian Cage. Yeah, his his reasoning here, I don't agree with. Uh, Basically, this all goes back to the Casino Battle Royale last year. Yeah, I get it cost him a title shot or whatever, but that's been like, what, a year and a half ago, two years ago? Yeah. And, uh, yeah, his reasoning was kind of dumb. He basically says that Jungle Boy threw him out, and so he befriended Jungle Boy, and and um, he basically said that he not only did he cost him a championship match, he cost him the tie a massive paycheck, which is what he's in it for more than anything. Um, and then he basically says that he called out Jungle Boy, saying that's how to kill her instinct, blah blah blah. And then uh, he basically turned on the fans. He did the typical. The reaction I got from you, blah, blah, blah. Um, and then it, he went through everything. He said he, he befriended them and he gained their trust. And the one line that was kind of crazy was he said that he thinks Jungle Boy uh, was wanting him to be a father figure. And he said, uh, I don't want to be your father. You had a father and he is dead. Yeah, that was kind of stupid, honestly. That's a shock factor thing that we didn't. Yeah, he, that was. He's trying to cut. He was trying to cut like an MJF promo here, and I don't know why. Um, he also uh, talked about he thought Jungle Boy's mom wanted him. Um. Anyway, so then it got stupid because Luchasaurus comes out. And this. Yeah. well, it got worse because he starts choking him, and then Cage just talks him down, and they hug, and I. What? <laughs> I don't know. I think he's going to come out and say that Jungle Boy is the reason Marco's stuff got fired. And so he's going he's to have Luchasaurus on the side here. I hope this turns Jungle Boy into a big face, but I, I am I'm having high doubts here, Ryan. Yeah. Because if, if, it would be different if it was like going to be like a main event storyline, but this is just going to be like a storyline that they barely cover probably. And, it's Christian Cage. I, 
Yeah, I'm I'm hoping this leads to a a big Jungle Boy, and I'm hoping he loses the name Jungle Boy. Keep it as like maybe his nickname, but just call him Jack Perry. Yeah, and the 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 real the real messed up thing here is they didn't show a replay of what happened last week. So anybody that didn't watch last week has no idea what what's going on with this Christian angle. And then they yeah. also didn't show a replay of the, the battle royal thing. So we have you just kind of have to go off a memory of when that even happened. But the only footage they showed was Christian getting into a Jungle Boy's mom and sister. Yeah, I don't. So they didn't show that. Christian hitting him with the unprettier or the kill switch. They didn't show the chair shot. They didn't show. Jungle Boy eliminating him from the Battle Royale, like you said. So if, if you haven't been watching, you have no idea what's going on right now. Yeah. Because Christian didn't didn't really explain what happened either. No, it, it, this was not a good ending. Yeah. Um, then we had the final qualifying match for the AEW All-Atlantic Championship match. Malachi Black versus Penta Ascuru, which if you pay for paying attention, you kind of know who's going to win this one. Yeah. Pinto was not allowed to be there, so this was a good match, but knowing Pinto was going to lose just took me out of it, and I didn't really care because we all knew Malachi was going to win. Um, Malachi did win, um, and then Pat comes to the ring. He gets in Malachi's face, but then Miro comes on the screen, and he said that he is going to basically take the title. Yeah, a crazy spot here is uh, Pinto did a, a middle rope package pile driver yeah that was fucking nuts <laughs> not the finish though not the finish oh um wardlow who you know he was the fast track he was the main guy he was on the run he had like a two minute uh little video here on this show that's all he gets not even on the pay-per-view yeah i think they're kind of dropping him already i think they're dropping the ball on this Wardlow. um adam cole came out to join commentary for Adam Page versus Silas Young. Silas Young, the 60-year-old man. Obviously, that's what he looks like. Yeah, he's actually my age. Yeah, he looks old. Uh, Young looked okay here. He did a lot of athletic stuff. He also fell off the ropes and, and did a kip up, but didn't get all the way. He, he had a couple stumbles. Um, but obviously... Uh, Page ends up getting the win with the buckshot lariat, which leads to Adam Cole grabbing a mic. Um, he said he was ready for story time, but then Jay White interrupts him. And basically, White says neither of them are getting a shot at the title uh, because Cole couldn't beat uh, Page. And then he also says Page isn't getting it either. Um, they all start brawling. And then Nathan, uh, last week or the last show, uh, on on the Thursday show, I had mentioned that I thought Okada was going to get involved in this feud. And well, yeah, I didn't. I didn't think it was going to happen. Uh, Okada's music hit. The crowd goes crazy. Uh, they get into a four way brawl, and uh, it is announced later on the show that it is going to be a fatal four way for the IWGP title. Okada, Page, uh, Cole, and White. That's like that's the guy who won the first ever one of the first fatal four way matches for the title because they don't do those very often in Japan. No, not at So that's could be crazy. Uh, seeing Okada wrestle is going to be crazy. Uh, he don't wrestle much in America, so yeah. 
Yeah, a lot of people didn't think he was going to be there. I don't know why I thought it. I just thought maybe I thought, you know, he lost the title in a weird way. I figured he might win his title shot, and we're going to get a fatal four-way. I, I, I mean, I knew it was going to be either a triple threat, all, but, but I didn't, you know, adding in Okada just gives it that star factor of a bigger, another bigger star, so... Um, we were speaking of injuries earlier. Apparently, Red Velvet is now injured. Yeah. Um, Sky. <laughs> and Sky Blue's injured. Uh, apparently, and then uh, basically the baddies were talking about how she's injured and they're looking for a replacement. Yeah. So, is uh, Red Velvet, Velvet? going yeah, to be a face again now? Uh, then we come back from the break and Chris Statlander and Matt and Athena were, just, were making fun of them. Um and that was about it. Then we go to Tony Storm and Marina Shafir. And once again, Shafir gets a national television match, and I don't know why. Yeah, I don't This was not good. It was not. And it ended in a not-so-good way either. We got another Monday night roll-up here in this show. Yeah. Tony Storm picking up the win. And since yeah, when are Nyla Rose and Shafir a team? I don't know. I guess that happened on Darker, Dark Elevation because I have no idea. Because Rose kept getting involved. Um, the referee, like, basically kicks her or, or sees her, and then Storm rolled her up for the win. Rose and Shafira attack Storm after the match. Then Thunder Rosa comes out for the save, and that was it. That's how they're going to – that was the buildup to the women's title match at the pay-per-view. Yeah, it doesn't give me high hopes for Tony Storm or Thunder Rosa. Way to sell I'm it. Um – yeah, and then we had our main event. Well, before that, we had Sting and Darby basically make an announcement for their match at the pay-per-view, which is going to be a clusterfuck four-way match, which we'll get to later. Uh, four-way. It's a or eight-man tag. Eight-man tag. Yeah. Too many of these damn matches. But then we had our main event, Jericho and Archer versus Tanahashi and Moxley. Tanahashi and Moxley obviously will face at Forbidden Door for the AEW Interim World Heavyweight Championship. Yeah, not going to lie. Tanahashi, um, I know he's old. I know he's fought through a lot of injuries recently, but, man, he uh, he can barely get around. Man. Yeah, this was not good. It's not good. Not have given me, um, not giving me a good hopes for this match at the pay-per-view. Yeah, he was he was hobbling. Um, Tanahashi hit the frog splash to get the win on Archer. Uh, then after the match, it was just a big beat down. This was WCW to a T. Everybody came out. We had the entire Jericho Appreciation Society. We had Eddie Kingston. We had Moro Suzuki, Shota Amuno, uh, Santana, Ortiz. We had everybody just in the ring, all fighting around ringside. And it, it just, this was chaotic and not a good way. Uh, and then the show went off the air. Yeah. Not a great build to the pay-per-view. No, and like we said, there's a lot of a lot of injuries that affected this pay-per-view. A lot of matches that should have been, could have been, but now we we don't get them. So, uh, all right, let's go to um, we're gonna go to Impact or NXT UK. Let's do NXT UK first. Technically, it airs before Impact, so I guess we'll we'll do the NXT UK. Um, some crazy stuff happening over there. Um, 
First matchup of the night, though, was Isla Dawn and versus Myla Grace. I'm not sure who Myla Grace is. Um, but Isla Dawn gets to win. They feel like they spend their wheels off with Isla Dawn. Like, they, they, they don't have her win the big one, but then they keep having her squash other chicks. So it's like, do they want her to be built up or not? Yeah, I don't know. Uh, we had a video recap of last week. Trent Seven turning his back on Tyler Bates. Uh, Mustache Mountain is no more. Um, Trent has turned on Bate, which I assume this might lead to Bate eventually just moving over here to the States. It, Maybe. He's still so young that I think he could, you know. Um, and we had a video promo stating that we'll be making her return soon. So she's going to be back. Um, then we had Shaw Samuels, or ne- sorry, Nina Samuels. There are too many Samuels in this company. <laughs> Nina Samuels. All right, Vince McMahon. Right, Nina Samuels versus Sarai. Sarai making her, I guess, debut in NXT UK. I guess they had that before. Nina is NXT, so she's going to go to NXT UK. Uh, this was a pretty decent match. Uh, Sarai ends up getting the win. Um, and so then- weird. And so, um, you know, injury bug, as you, you know, it's around the whole world. Um, Ashton Smith and Oliver Carter won the NXT UK Tag Team titles two weeks ago. And uh, they have now uh, vacated those titles due to an injury for, to Ashton Smith. Oh, man. Uh, so this match was, there were supposed to be Ashton Smith and Oliver Carter versus um Josh Briggs and Brooks Jensen for the titles. But since they have held it up, we had a fatal four-way elimination match between Briggs and Jensen, D Familia, Mark Andrews, and Wild Boar, which is the weirdest people I've ever seen, versus Dave Mastiff and Jack Stars. Um, the first team eliminated was Mastiff and Stars. So Raja. Uh, put him away with two weeping flatliners. Mastiff and Stars have been eliminated. Um, we we ended with, and then it was uh, Wild Boar and Andrews also eliminated. So it was down to D Familia versus Josh Briggs and Brooks Jensen. Um, Briggs and Jensen are your new NXT UK Tag Team Champions. What in the actual? I so where is it? You know. I figured when it went to 2.0 that we'd get less interaction with the UK brand, but now we got more more interaction with it than we ever had. Yeah. So I'm not sure what this means. I, I don't know what. Yeah, because you've also got what's his face over here all the time too, the Diamond Mine guy. Yeah, yeah and also uh, 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 that big dude. Uh, Von Wagner was over here too. Yeah, Von Wagner was over here. The women are over here all the time. Watch Legend was just on here last week. Yeah. This is crazy. Um, but yeah, so new NXT tag team titles. Again, the injury bug takes over all of professional wrestling right now. Um, my God. <laughs> I think every brand or company, whatever, every one of them has some sort of major injury going on right now. There are injuries all over the place. So to impact, we go 
This was on the heels of Slammiversary, the 20-year anniversary of Impact. So this is the, the, the after show. And we'll see what happened over there on the Access TV with Impact Wrestling. Uh, we kicked the show off with Honor No More. Um, oh, losers. Yeah. Um, basically, they talk about how they left to achieve bigger and better things. Um, Impacts left Nashville because they wanted to achieve bigger and better things. And then uh, basically, they're, you know, they're back. <laughs> so they didn't achieve anything. Um, yeah. it, it, they just talked for a while. They talked about Tracy Brooks. They talked about all, how they got basically screwed um, out of their match because of D.O. Brown, uh, Tracy, and <laughs> Earl Hebner, which is – they have a point. Um, they have a point. Uh, they did kind of screwed. Uh, this leads to America's Most Wanted uh, hitting the ring. I thought that it was going to be a one-night thing, but apparently they're just going to stick around for a little bit here. Um, Bailey, he, reached, he talked about themselves and how all they've accomplished. Um, he said that there was a time where they looked like wrestlers and not bums, and he pointed to on it no more. Um. I mean, we got more body shaming going on. Yep. Um, Yeah, they start brawling. Um, Then that brings out the Good Brothers, who apparently are now faces. Because then it becomes the Good Brothers, America's Most Wanted, brawling against Honor No More. And then the Briscoes come out and make the save. So I don't know what's going on here. This tag team division, this company is all over the place. Yeah, I thought the Briscoes were leaving since they lost the belts. Yeah, I thought so too. But um, then back from the break, uh, Honor No More, go find Scott Demore. Um, uh, he says that at against all odds, it'll be the Briscoes, the Good Brothers, and James Storm against. Honor no more. So I guess Chris Harris isn't going to wrestle. He's just there. I mean, he's not in the best shape. Yeah. And he also says the main event tonight will be Mike Bennett, Matt Taven, and Eddie Edwards versus James Storm and the Briscoes. First matchup of the night was BAM and Chelsea Green. I'm surprised Chelsea Green is able to walk after that uh, Queen of the Mountain match. Um, going through that table the way she did. But she was able to walk. She was able to wrestle. Uh, this was a decent match, uh, but Mia Yim gets the win after Mickey James once again, for no reason, comes out and screws Chelsea Green. Literally no reason. Green was not doing anything illegal. Green wasn't doing anything. Uh, Deanna came out, so I guess technically, but what is going on here? Mickey James is just like screwing Chelsea Green every other week now. <laughs> She's the Rey Mysterio of Impact. I'm telling you. Um, the influence are standing by, and I said there was an injury in every company. Well, Madison Rain is injured. Um, she has a fractured nose, so she is she's injured as well. Um, they basically, Tennille and Rain get into it because Rain says it was Tennille's fault. Her nose is broke. Giselle Saw, Giselle, Giselle Shaw comes in and basically asks if she can take Madison Rain's uh, spot. So 
Johnny Swinger and Ziggy Dice first Bupinder, Gujar, and Shark Boy. Please don't tell me Shark Boy is going to be around forever now. Um, Shark Boy and Gujar get the one. So maybe he is. Uh, Joe Doring and Diener take out everybody. Um, Josh Alexander comes to the ring. Um, it'll be Josh Alexander. Basically, it's announced that it'll be Josh Alexander and Doring at Against All Odds for the world title. Uh, and so then tonight, Josh Alexander takes on Diener. Uh, this was basically Josh Alexander just kicking his ass around the ring. Walked in the ankle lock for the win. So, I guess, the heck with Moose, I guess. Yeah, I guess Moose is never going to get his uh, rematch. Um, then we cut backstage where Frankie Kazarian is, and basically he, he challenged Chris Saban to a match next week to finally answer the question of who is better. So, we're going, we're, what are we going 20 years back with this match? <laughs> oh, uh, Sammy Callahan destroyed some jobber. That was it. Moose came in at, after match, hit him with a spear, beating him down with a chair, and then uh, through the table. So this, I guess that feud is not over. So there you go. That is Moose. Um, he's still going to feud with Sammy Callahan for a while. Um, then... After the match, after the break, he, he runs into Gail Kim, I guess, who has some sort of pull in this company now. Um, and basically, Callahan um, wants to face Moose again and suggests a clockwork orange house of fun match. And Kim agrees. I feel like all these matches are the same thing, which is a different name. I think the clockwork orange house of fun match is like a cage match, but there's weapons hanging everywhere. It's but not the same thing as- but I think it's only a like if I remember right. Now this is how they used to do. It. They may not do it the same way. I feel like when they did it the first time, there was only a cage on one side, <laughs> and there was just a bunch of weapons hanging from it. Unless unless I'm mistaken, misthinking. But I'm pretty sure that's how it was. Like one of the first ones. So I don't know. It's basically a, another hardcore match. Um, then we had the main event, Anna No More versus the Briscoes and James Storm. Um, yeah, it was a six-man tag. Um, they they get up, but Anna No More get the win. Taven hits the proton pack for the win. Um, but, I don't know what the proton pack is. That's a Ghostbusters yeah. reference. Uh, the rest of Anna No More come out. Uh, the good brothers come out and make the save, but they are taken out. And then the show goes off the air with Mark Briscoe taking a tiger driver onto a pile of chairs and then Bennett and Taven slamming another chair into Mark's Briscoe's ankle, who was in a chair. The Honor No More have wreaked havoc all over Impact. All right, let's get into these predictions here. These shows are crazy. Uh all right, so here we go. We're going to be doing uh, pay-per-view predictions. We will do this for every major pay-per-view from WWE, AEW, and Impact. Uh, we may occasionally throw in a AAA New Japan show as well. Um, here's how this is going to work. We will have each of us make a prediction. 
for the match. We will put a point value on top of that. Um, each a point is comparable to every match. So however many matches we have on the card is how many points total you can use. You can only use one point total once. Whoever gets the most points at the end will win the predictions championship, which is that belt hanging right above me. And if you're watching on YouTube, it's that beautiful belt right there. That is our predictions championship. Whoever gets the win between me and Nathan will hold that belt until the next pay-per-view. And then he'll have to put it on the line and see if they can return it. So we have one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine matches. Uh, currently announced. Now we are recording this on Thursday. So if they do announce, uh, announce some matches on Rampage, we won't be doing them because we're doing this early. So, <laughs> all right. So, Forbidden Door. Let's start with a couple of the matches I give no fucks about Chris Jericho, Minoru Suzuki, and Sammy Guevara versus Eddie Kingston, Rewer Yuta, and Shota Umino. Um, this is a random match thrown together. Yeah, the only thing it does is uh, continue the feud between uh, Eddie Kingston and Jericho. I mean, I understand you uh, wanted to get another New Japan guy, but how come it's not just Eddie Kingston, Ortiz, and Santana? Yeah. I don't make any sense to me. Um, I, I, because I also think this is going to set something else up, too. Um, so here's what I think it's going to be. I think uh, Jericho's team wins this. I'm going to go five points. Because um, I think that they're going to get momentum going into uh, going into blood and guts. Um, but I think Minoru Suzuki, after they win the match, Minoru Suzuki is going to turn on Jericho, setting up a, maybe a potential Wrestle Kingdom match between Minoru Suzuki and Chris Jericho. God help us. The two grandpas going at it? Um, I don't know. I do agree, though, that Jericho's team is probably going to win this because that's the most likely way to set up the Blood and Guts match this week, next week. Um, having Eddie King's... There are more... You look at this team. Jericho, Suzuki, and Guevara is overall a better team than Kingston, Umino, and We Were Utah. I also right. feel like Umino is going to be the one taking the tag, taking the whip pin here because he's a young lion. He's probably going to be the one to take the, take the loss here. Yeah. So I agree. Jericho's team will get the win. I will go uh, four points. Next matchup, another. We're just going to do all the clusters ones first. We'll get all these out of the way. Hikuleo, El Fantasmo, and the Young Bucks versus Darby Allen, Sting, and Shingo Tagagi and Hiromo Takahashi. Again. This could be a insane match this, obviously. this is the most thrown together match of the card none of these guys have anything in common like <laughs> true uh young bucks i guess yeah, rejoined the bullet club for one night only i guess yeah and then on the other side you got two lij guys teaming with uh, the best friends oh no darby and sting are right not the best friends uh darby and sting yeah yeah sorry yeah this is gonna be i get darby and Oh, well, they're both yeah, they're both young, small dudes who don't do much. So I, I can see how you get them confused. Um, I'm I'm gonna say the team of Lij and Sting and Darby get the win here. 
Um, I don't, I, I, I don't know why. I'm not sure who's going to eat the pin. I'm not sure what this leads to, if anything. I guess it could lead to Sting and Darby getting a title shot. Yeah. Uh, that's, but I think they're going to get the win. I think, uh, I'm going to say Phantasmo will eat the pin here. I think Sting's going to pin Phantasmo. Um, I'm going to go three points for Sting's team. Sting's going to pin Phantasmo. Yeah, that's, um, a, I bet that's a sentence you never thought you'd hear, hear someone say. <laughs> yeah. Um, no, I think uh, I also think that Sting and Darby are going to win, but I think uh, I think uh, Hikaleo is going to win. Yeah, Hikaleo is not. Yeah, that's true. Uh, three points. Okay. Um, AEW Women's World Title Match: Tony Storm versus Thunder Rosa. The only match on the card with two AEW people because New Japan don't use women. So I still feel like they could have brought over like a Stardom chick or something. They have been very reluctant to, to have uh, stardom interact with New Japan at all, even though they're both owned by the same people. Yeah, that's what I, but yeah, they're like two completely different companies. Um, like we mentioned during our Dynamite review, this is not the biggest, the best build ever. Like the build to this match has been not much. So I, I don't know, I don't know how this match is going to go. Thunder Rosa's had a very disappointing title run so far. But it, I don't know if it's necessarily her fault. I think it's, it's more I think it's more just the booking of her has been terrible. Yeah. But I do think Thunder Rosa will get the win here uh, and retain. I think it's too early to take the title off of her, even though it's been kind of disappointing. But I think she'd only been champion for a couple months and Typically, AEW don't does not do very quick title runs. So uh, I think Thunder Rosa will get the win. I'm going to go six points. I'm going to go Tony Storm for two. I think uh, Tony Storm's been on a on a tear here. She actually pinned Britt Baker, which most chicks don't get to do in this company. Uh, so yeah, I'm going to go. I'm going to go Tony Storm. All right. Interesting. Let's get this one out of the way. IWGP United States heavyweight title match. Orange Cassidy challenging the champion, Will Ospreay. Fuck, man. I, dude, I would have rather had Orange Andrade in this match. Yeah. Huh. Ospreay wins. Uh, Orange Cassidy can wrestle. Yeah. Orange Cassidy can wrestle when he wants to. I think. I think this will still be a good match. It's just, yeah, kind of disappointing. Seeing Will Ospreay having to deal with this comedy shit that Orange Cassidy does just annoys me so much. Because Ospreay is, like, serious. Most of the time. Most of the time. And then he's out there interacting with Orange Cassidy. Like, it just, it's just annoying. Um, Ospreay wins eight points. Yeah, I got Ospreay for nine. I do not see them giving Orange Cassidy the fucking United States. Let's hope. Um, okay, winner take all triple threat tag team title match. The ROH and IWGP titles on the line. FTR, the ROH champions, the United Empire, the IWGP tag team champions versus Rapongi Vice. Um, 
So this is the one match where I've been thinking I might go out on a limb here. FDR. It's, these winner take all matches, man. You never know. You know. That means both companies have agreed to put tiles on somebody, and I don't know who that team is. Yeah. I'll let you go first. I'm going to go FTR. I think they're going to do this belt collecting thing. I think they're going to let, I think, uh, I think New Japan probably has enough respect for them as wrestlers plus as professionals to, uh, that they don't they don't care that they have those uh, triple A titles. Maybe maybe FTR can be the the bridge that mends this triple uh, A and CML and all this jazz. I hope so. Um, it needs to be good for wrestling as a whole. Yeah. And uh, but yeah, I think they, they're going to win this. They're going to have the the New Japan Tag Team titles, and then I think they're going to try to get those AEW titles again and uh, have four major tag team championships. That'd be crazy. I'm gonna say two points. How many? <laughs> confident. How many points? Two points. Two? Yeah. You've already used two. Oh, one point. I'm gonna go a different direction. I think looking at these teams, I think Rapongi Vice get the upset win here. I'm looking at it and I say, look, Rapongi Vice. Rocky Romero is a full-time New Japan guy. Trent is an AEW guy. They'd be able to, to go both places. And, and Trent is not a big name for AEW, so if I could, they have to go to, either, to New Japan for a while, they're not going to miss them. And so I think they're going to give them the upset win, and then they can just turn around and drop it to United Empire again, like at the next New Japan show. And then they just hold on to the ROH titles. But that's that's what I'm thinking. I, I'm gonna go with Rapongi Vice for two points. All right. Let's just do this one and the bonus point also. Zack Saber Jr. versus the hand-picked opponent picked by Brian Danielson. Names floating around as we talked about Johnny Gargano, Cesaro. Nathan said it's gonna be uh Chris Hero. Um, I don't know, man. New Japan. All right. I think I think Tony Khan's been kind of people have been blasting him for his surprises lately, and they haven't lived up to the hype. And I think he's gonna try to knock this one out of the park. And I think it's it's. I just if it's a big name, I still don't know why you wouldn't want to announce that though. But then if it's disappointing, it's just kind of that double-edged sword where. But I think it's going to be Cesaro uh, for the bonus point. And then I, I think Cesaro's also going to get the win uh, one point, though, because I'm not too confident that, of that. But I think it's going to be Cesaro's going to join. He fits in with the Blackpool Combat Club. Um, same kind of style. And he's from, and, and he knows Regal well. So kind of fits. Yeah, um, I'm going Chris Hero. Um, how many how many points do I have left? You've used one, two, three, five, and nine. All right, four points on Chris Hero. Uh, no, uh, Chris Hero being in it, uh, four points for Zach Saber Jr. winning the match. Yeah. All right. I do think they still, I think still think they're going to do that Brian Danielson match. Yeah, they, I mean, they might do that at like uh, um, 
Wrestle Kingdom, baby. Wrestle Kingdom, yeah. Okay. Uh, let's go on to the... Got the three big title matches left. The Fatal 4-Way for the inaugural All-Atlantic title. Miro, Pack, Malachi Black, and Clark Connors replacing the injured Tomohiro Ishii. No better IWGP, no better New Japan representative than an American. Yeah, he's definitely not winning. God, poor Connors. Um, all three of between Black Pack and Miro need this win. Like they all could use a good title run. Miro had the yeah, this- title, but they all could use like a good run and have have something to do. I'm going to say Miro gets the win. Miro for five points. I think Black and Pack are going to take themselves out. And then Miro's going to pin or make Car Connor submit. That's what I'm thinking. I could see that, but I'm I'm going with somebody that's been kind of teased to win a belt or be in a few belts since the beginning of AEW. That is Pack. I don't. Th- I think they're going to give him this belt to make up for the fact that he's probably never going to win the AEW title. Man, he was coming in at the beginning, and he was like, everyone thought he was going to be a main eventer, and he was going to be like one of the main guys, and then he's done absolutely nothing in this company. <laughs> so that's right. So I think, I think, I think Pac's going to get the win here. Right? I would love to see that. I mean, uh, I'll put seven points on. Woo. All right, fatal four-way for the IWGP World Heavyweight title. Jay White defends against Adam Page, Adam Cole, and Kazushka Okada. I I think this is either going to be White or Okada takes the title back. I don't see them giving the title to Cole or Page, obviously. Um, But I, I just think, I think Jay White, he just won it. And I know recently New Japan has been doing a lot of, like, flip-flop title reigns and short reigns, but you can't keep doing that. I think... So I think White's going to get the win. Seven points, Jay White. Yeah, I'm going to White two eight points. So basically, this is going to come down to, like, one or two matches here. Yeah. And your main event, because I think we both know how this is going to go. John Moxley versus Hiroshi Tanahashi for the interim AEW world title. I would have said Tanahashi maybe had a shot. But then it was announced that Tanahashi is in the um, G1, which would put him in New Japan for two or three months. So I really don't think that they are going to put the title on him when Punk's out and they get the interim title to a guy who's not going to be there. So all that said... I think it's pretty clear Moxley is going to get the win here. Moxley, nine points. All right. Uh, yeah, Moxley, uh, for whatever points I got left, I'm definitely got going Moxley. Six. Uh, another reason why uh, I don't see them putting this belt on Tanahashi is because he did not look great on yeah. that on that episode. He, he looks like he could barely move. A Moxley in a normal match with no weapons is boring, so I don't have much faith in this match. Just, just gonna throw that out there. Could be a, I mean, some of these matches might be. I mean, Orange Cassidy and Walsh will probably be a decent match. Um, Zack Saber Jr. match will be fun. Um, 
the fatal four ways will probably both be pretty pretty good and the triple threat tag team match. So I mean there's some good matches, but it's not the it's all the injuries and stuff adding up just did not make this the big pay-per-view it should have been. Yeah, they can't help that. Yeah. Um, um on the on the pre-show, we don't do yeah. pre-show predictions, but it will be Max Caster in the gun club versus Yuya Yumura, Alex Coughlin, the DKC, and Kevin Knight. Yeah, so definitely Max Caster getting the win there. Yeah. All three. Billy Gunn's in the right. What the fuck? Right. Uh, let's get into uh, let's get into uh, some video game action. Hey, uh, yeah, not much in the way of news today. Yeah, let's transition over to video games. Um, yeah, not not a lot of news. Um, uh, we did I did we did find out that um, there was going to be a Tony Hawk three and four remake. It was in the works right after they made the first two. They knew it was going to be a success, so they were going to make the three and four. But then uh, Activision got bought out by uh or is currently being bought out by Microsoft. And uh, it got canceled. Mid-production. Yeah, that sucks. That does suck. Hopefully, when my, maybe Microsoft will see the success of the first two games and will continue the production of it. But as for now, that game may happen. Huh. Well. Um, so Atari has been... Um, just really just in the news like crazy. Uh, they're celebrating their 50th anniversary. Um, they unveiled a new logo. Um, and uh, <laughs> they are also doing apparently a follow-up to Yars Revenge. Oh, my God. You know, Atari... They could be something if they really wanted to be with the right marketing and the, and if they actually follow through with stuff that they, they were going to do. But, but they just make so many mistakes and then they come up with like, a, you know, this 50th anniversary. It's like, have you technically, have you been around for 50 years? Because you haven't done much. And yeah, just oh. our, our, a sequel to Yars Revenge, a game that came out in the 70s. Is okay. So, I mean, this isn't even the same Atari that was a, the, the original Atari is dead. Um, yeah. But the, the French company Infograms actually now own Atari. So this is all just another company that bought Atari, basically. Um, so it's not even the same company. So all this is, is I, I think they're just trying to get Atari back, but all these decisions they're making are just insane. <laughs> it's like... Um, uh, Ryan, we had a we had a Nintendo Direct, uh, not the Nintendo Direct we all wanted, but we, we had the Nintendo Direct for their new new game coming out. Uh, oh, what the heck is it called? Xenoblade Three. Uh, so it, it was okay. It they went into pretty 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 good details on this game. It's not a game I'm gonna pick up, but. It's uh, it's got a lot of branching paths and a lot of, you can you can do a lot of crap in this game. You can put like hundreds of hours into it. Uh, it looked nice, uh, but it's one of those Japanese anime-looking cartoony kind of games. So yeah, in my cup of tea. But that direct wasn't too long. It's like twenty minutes. Wasn't real long. Hopefully we get the other direct though. Hopefully we get some game announcements. That's what we really want. 
Hopefully soon. I don't know. I think Nintendo's just not playing with people on the internet. I, I, it does seem that way. I think they're just like, we're going to keep doing this. Stuff. They're, they're just trolling at this point. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's um, not a lot else um, in the form of major video game news. No, you got some reviews to do, though. Um, but, so, I, uh, you know, we talked about Fall Guys um, being free for everybody. I checked it out. Uh, I, I downloaded it on my Xbox. I've played it a little bit. I've done a, you know, about four, four, whatever they're called, shows, tries, runs. My very first one I did, I made it all the way to the final, and I was actually the first one to reach the crown. Um, but I didn't know how to like time it and I completely missed it and, uh, kind of sucked, but fall guys is fall guys. It's fun. Um, it's a good time waster. You know, it's a good time to just spend some time, uh, playing it for a few minutes or an hour or so. You know, there are way more games or maps now than there used to be. Um, some of them are insane and hard as hell. Some of them are pretty easy. Just depends. Uh, but the other game I played was Roller Champions. This is another free game. This is from Ubisoft. Um, it's basically it's a roller derby game in a way. Um, your teams are three. The object is to score the ball. The ball, you, once you pick it up, you have to go a full lap around uh, the track. If you make it a full lap, that's one point. You go another lap, that's two points. You go another lap, that'd be worth five points. Um, you score to five. So if you do that, successfully in one complete run if you drop the ball you have to restart from the very beginning um you do five three complete laps you get five points you win this game is insanely fun i'm i'm very into this game um i don't know like the graphics are not terrible uh the graphics are a little bit cartoony but they're 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 fun enough and, and it it's very fun to um it has it could it could have some improvements. I mean, there's basically, you know, you basically use three buttons. There's a dodge button, there's a pass, there's a shoot, and then there's a, a hit, and that's about it. But it's fun. It's it, it's a little bit like, you know, it's a roller derby game. It's like Rocket League. You try to score and use teamwork. But um, it's it's fun. There's obviously like every free game, there are you know things you can purchase, um, and there's loot boxes and all that shit, uh, which is in every game ever made now. <laughs> But I highly recommend you check this game out. It's easier to expect. It's just once you play it, you get it. Um, but it's fun. It's it's pretty chaotic at times, and and it can be it can be crazy when you're you know times running down and you're down two and you're on your second lap and you're trying to score. And it's it can be fun. Um, I've I've won I've won like three matches in a row and lost the fourth one. So. Um, but it is very fun. It starts you off easy. Uh, you have to do like 10 like quick matches before you can unlock anything else to play. Um, but once you do that, you can you have full range to do custom matches and other other kind of matches. But it's fun. Uh, it's quick to play. You know, it's like I don't know, like four minute round or something. Four minutes, three minutes. So it's quick to just get in and do a do a couple quick matches. Um, three on three. So if you if you have two friends, you know you can go in and the. Uh, play some roller champions. I highly recommend it. It's worth it. It's a, for, it's a free game. It's like every other free game out there. You know, like Rocket League, like the dodgeball game, like Fall Guys. They're all they're all kind of the same. You know, they're, they're all the same kind of premise. 
and they're all kind of the same art style and everything. Uh, but it's it's fun. It's it's uh, it's it's it's, it's you know like every other free game out there. So. Alright, I think that's going to wrap this one up, Brian. Uh, not much to talk about video games this week, but that's okay. We're going to have this kind of deal. Um, so next week, we're going to be doing, you know, same, same, same kind of uh, thing, Tuesday, Thursday, Saturday. But we've got some new segments and some fun stuff planned for you guys next week as well. So uh, stay tuned for all that. As always, you can hit up all the social media at uh, SabraENT. That is TikTok, uh, Instagram, Twitter, and YouTube. Um, and then we're on Facebook, high scores and high spots. Check us out there. Um, yeah, you can email us if you want to email us anything to do, whether it be something to talk about or giving us suggestions or anything. It is sobri ENT and the number one at gmail.com. Uh, you can email suggestions or just, Hey, I like the show, whatever you want to do. Uh, we would appreciate that as well. So for Nathan, I am Ryan saying, thank you for listening. And as always, hit your spots and set those scores.